The timekeepers have built quite the circus. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. <laughs> Big metaphor guy. I love it. Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Into the Superverse. We're talking about the first two episodes of Loki. Loki! We've been super excited to cover this, and so is everybody else, apparently, because I think it's the most watched Disney Plus show already. Really? Or at least the premiere was the most watched. Wow. I can't underestimate your love for Loki. And I can, um, I don't wonder why it took so long to make, because it is complicated. Yeah. Like, the writing must have been intense. This is, like, by far, like, I thought WandaVision was weird, and WandaVision was weird. But this is taking it to a whole new level. Yeah, like I thought WandaVision was meta. Wow. Yeah, there was a discussion in this in the sepa- second episode that was just mind-bending. I'm not, I really didn't really follow it. <laughs> no, I'm going to need to read that over a couple times and maybe get a layman's explanation from, from, maybe from a nice Reddit comment. Someone could break it down for me. But we're going to talk about first two episodes, discuss what we think is happening, ask some questions... And maybe try to ascertain some idea of what the next four episodes are going to hold, but probably not. Um, So the first episode for me was mostly like just trying to figure out the world that was being established. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that they used the end game scene again and we get that with some nice like alternate cuts. People pointed out. I noticed one of them when we watched when Loki's waving to the Hulk from the elevator. I was like, that wasn't an end game. And I think the one where he's imitating Captain America, uh, Coordinate search and rescue. That was that was also new, but uh, it was nice to see everybody again. And I was just like, not to get off on a tangent, but you know, Agents of Shield was not tied in very well. So it's nice to have shows that like were obviously those characters, the original Avengers, for one reason or another, are not in this. But it's nice to like see them there. It kind of reaffirms that like yes, we are in that timeline. This is legit. <laughs> we're not really in that timeline though, are we? No, we're not. Um. I don't know if it's because we were talking about Eternals in our last episode that we released, but like when Loki like shows up in the desert, like right after, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're bringing in Eternals. Oh, wow. And Griffin was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just a bunch of randos. Yeah. It was a little premature. That would have been a bonkers way to start things. Uh, the green and gold Marvel Studios logo is just... Mm. Love that color scheme. Love that. Uh, and right off the bat, I really like the fonts and animations that they use to show you what time you're in. Yes, I really it's like so, that. It's, just, it's more fun than just having it as a subtitle. The other thing that's really helpful about this, speaking about like in-game and Tom Hid- uh, like just Loki, it's really helpful that Tom Hiddleston like doesn't age. He's like <laughs> Paul Rudd where you know it doesn't yeah, matter. It's pretty impressive. Because, I mean, we did just watch Thor recently, and he does look like a baby in that. But, like, for the most part, you can't really tell. Yeah, I mean, I think he looked older in Avengers than he did in Thor. Yeah. Even though those movies were a year apart from each other. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. But, yeah, no, he looks 
exactly the same. Um, so obviously the first episode was just they're just throwing one thing after another at you, and it's a little hard to wrap your head around exactly what's going on. But I really like the whole aesthetic and concept of the TVA, and I get like a lot of shades of the good place, and that it's like I here are this, these beings, this group that is beyond the the imaginations of mortal beings, and it's just a bunch of bureaucracy and cubicles. But even yeah, and even how they like he like goes through and like grab a ticket like that felt so Michael sure to me. Yeah. And, and a little bit Umbrella Academy. I mean, we've made that comparison before, just even knowing about the topic. But it is interesting to think about how they play with time in Umbrella Academy versus how they play with time in this. Because it is similar, but yeah. it's not the same. No. I couldn't put my finger on why, but I guess it's like the type of time travel. Like, Umbrella Academy is like time travel, time travel. The, Loki is like, we're not, this is not even time travel. This is just like... For the TVA, it's just, like, a job. I don't know. It's not... But I would say the same thing. Yeah. I don't know, but that would be an interesting episode for us to do, maybe. Just compare the two once the season ends. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, all the, like, retro futurism stuff is really cool. And the way that they tie... But it's also, like, 70s. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. It's, like... (laughs) Yeah, the old, like, CRT monitors and fluorescent lighting and stuff. And, like, the suits and yeah. stuff. But I also love the the inclusion of Miss Minutes uh, because, like, I have my suspicions about, like, what's going on with the timekeepers and stuff, but the way that they explained it or framed the explanation worked really well as, like, in an initiation for people that are in the TVA for the first time because I think if they had tried to do that like as a serious explanation you know I'm imagining like the monologue at the beginning of Black Panther people are kind of like rolling their eyes well they would roll their eyes being like this is also ridiculous but like it's a cartoon yeah so it's easier to like kind of understand it but they can give all that exposition yeah like we are in the same boat as Loki so um, I had, like, some questions from the first episode, but yeah. uh, uh, several of them had been answered by the second episode. I had that, too. Like, how does resetting the timeline that work? Was, yep, that was how much one. time does it take? Or, like, how much time do you have to do it right after? Which they didn't, like, specify, but there is, like, they are measuring, like, we have to do it within a certain amount of time. Yeah. One question I had that's more about, like, where these stories are coming from, like, that they're using, like, from what comics, if any... Um, because I know we looked up that Mobius is like an actual character from the comics, but the multiverse war that was like discussed in that little cartoon, is that referencing like a major comic thing? I have never heard of that before. I mean, like the comics... Because I know Spider-Man plays with this and into the Spider-Verse specifically. The Marvel comics, like the multiverse is just a given thing. There's right. like, there is, there is a multiverse and people are traveling between their universes But like a constantly. war between But a war? Them, yeah. Which is very cool you. to think about. That is like bonkers. I mean, it feels like one is coming again, another multiverse war. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I couldn't tell you. I, yeah, enough that like, I know that. Mobius and the TVA are not brand new to the show, but 
I don't even know, like, yeah, any specifics about it. I got nothing. I, I think this was also answered, but, like, what happens to you when you get, like... I had that, too. I think they, they did say something, but you I still... You just kind of get re... Like, you... That version of you disappears. Yeah. Yeah, it's like everything... Everything just gets, like, wiped. And I loved the the information we got in the second one where they're, like, Loki has come through the TVA yeah. many times. Yep. which totally makes sense. Yeah, I... It's... I had that question from the first episode, too, but I guess it's just easier for me to understand. Like, they, they talk about, like, pruning the Loki variant, but it's like, you're honestly just, you're pruning these branches off the timeline. So, I see it, like, while they're there, the the multiverse branch, or the nexus branch, you know, is slowly moving up, and when they reset it, it starts to go back down until it, you know, realigns with the sacred timeline. But, yeah, what it looks like for the people there, I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, also, they kind of-ish talk about this, but, like, the people that work at the TVA, are they born? Are they created? Right. I mean, what's his name? Um, Owen Wilson. Pillboy. No, oh, yeah. Good, who is from The Good Place. He's like, I lived my entire life behind a desk. So, yeah, I kind of thought that, too, and they talk about it more. But, yeah, I was like, do the timekeepers, like, create these, like... Like adults Humans as they are, yeah. And gave them suits. Or are like, they born from like? Do they have parents? Yeah. And I don't think so. Uh, not as far as I can tell. Doesn't really seem like it. I don't. But there is like a whole city there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who who built this? Like, did the timekeepers like just big bang this into existence? But like, they've been living for all time, basically. So they've had time, literally, to create all that stuff and like the technology. Because it's not magic. No, it's. Well, yeah. Well, they say it isn't. I guess we should believe them. Well, magic doesn't work there. Yeah. And also, like, on that same note, like, where is the TVA? Like, could someone not in the TVA even, like, comprehend it? Like, because it exists outside of time, kind of, but not. It's, like, not on a planet, or is it? It's just, like, like... Exist. It's like a concept. Well, that's kind of like how it is in Umbrella Academy. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Which is, it's insane. It's, I can't wrap my head around it. No. Um. So besides the whole like trying to wrap our heads around it, most of this episode is Loki coming to terms with like how his life, his reality, has been spent and will end, which is very fascinating as we get to see like yeah this is what happens in. Thor 2 and Thor 3. Um, and Tom Hiddleston's like face acting is so good. Because we're mostly seeing him watch this presentation that Mobius is giving him. It's a good way to fast forward his arc in like a quick therapy session. Yeah. I mean, it was really well done. I felt very sad when he saw himself die. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty rough. I, I think Owen Wilson has really good energy for the show in general. And I like his plan in the beginning just to like kind of needle him and ask him these questions about like, what is your ultimate plan? Like you, this version of Loki to try mm-hmm. and understand the other Loki or are they Loki? I don't know. Um, so I liked all of that and like watching it, we watched the first episode like a second time and like catching more stuff was definitely interesting. Yeah. I had a couple more questions about the first episode. Shoot. Um, 
how I don't like their well this is kind of a statement slash question like I don't like how this system works where it's like you broke the time variant rules so like you're gonna get whatever like you don't even know that you're breaking rules. Like, it feels very unfair. should just reset it? Right. Like, why do, why do specific in? people get brought in? It's not like they, like, Loki didn't purposely, like, mess up a time variant. Like, he just happened to by, you know, being mischievous. Like, who actually gets in trouble? Right. That's, like, one of the things that makes me think that there's more than they're letting on. Because there's no point in bringing somebody in for trial. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're just resetting the timeline and that person. Yeah, that feels very... Something's off there. So, like, when that guy didn't take the ticket and he just got, like, deleted, I'm like, well, that would have happened anyway. I felt like they just did that to mess with Loki. Well, that's also entirely possible. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Um, And then, this is kind of a sadder question... Do you think that Captain America got sent to the TVA and, like, didn't get to live out his, um... Oh, what? Back, no, I don't think so. I think... That was supposed to I think to that all of that was supposed to happen. They were supposed to go get the stones. He's supposed to put them back, and he's supposed to go with Peggy, because I guess the timekeepers have a soft spot for Cap. I am wondering why they test for robots... Oh, it's not that they test for robots. It's that they're testing your aura, and a robot, I guess, doesn't have an aura. So it I would guess, melt. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Then what do they do when a robot comes in? Well, Just destroy it? I guess. Just melt it? <laughs> uh, I wonder if the vision has ever come through. Does he count? Mm, that's a very good question. Well, and speaking of that, they have this, like, drawer of infinity stones. That? Who was brought in with the Infinity Sins? Was it just Thanos a bunch of times? Doctor Strange? I bet there's like six time stones in there. I bet Doctor Strange was in there before. Doctor Strange has probably in, been in there a bunch. Well, I was kind of like thinking, you know how we all know that Doctor Strange was like, there are this many possibilities and like there's only one that will work. Like... Did they try those other possibilities? And so, like, or Thanos didn't follow the, the plan, so, like, they brought him in and he had, like, five stones already. Like, that's what I was trying to think about. I'm imagining Thanos in the TVA, and it is very funny. Um, yeah. I don't think they have a thing big enough to get around his neck. <laughs> I think it makes a bit more sense if it's, like, Thanos with all the stones, like, came in there and messed it up. But if it was anybody else, whoever got their soul stone confiscated by the TVA was probably feeling pretty bad because presumably they murdered somebody and then immediately got scooped up by these guys. I was going to say that was all my main questions from the first episode. Yeah, my last comment on the first before we jump into the second one was that clearly Loki had a lot to reckon with, and I think that him seeing the desk drawer full of Infinity Stones may have been a bigger wake-up call than watching his own death. Well, I mean, we saw him being like, none of it matters, basically. Yeah, because he was so intent that that was his path to greatness. Just one of them. Yeah. That was his whole thing, and now it's just like, well, if you go to the right place, these are fundamentally useless. And I wonder, like, if... Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. I think there's something from the comics that says the Infinity Stones only work in the universe that they're from. 
So presumably different different oh, universes in the, in the multiverse have their own stones. So I don't know. Maybe we'll revisit that. But they seem so insignificant now, so maybe not. So I have less questions for episode two because I was like just trying to keep up. Same. Same. It got real ethereal real quick. Um, but did everyone peep the Shrek 2 vibe that was happening at the beginning? Please, please say more. The holding out for a hero? Yes. Yeah, that was, that was a nice touch. I was pretty surprised by that because not the song choice, but the setting choice of a Ren Fair in 1985. Because watching the trailer, they had like a lot of like medieval looking stuff. And, you know, I kind of just assumed that it was actually medieval. And I'm like, no, we're in, where was it? Wisconsin? Yeah. <laughs> Which we're from Maryland, and Maryland has a very similar Ren Fair. So, huge shout out. Yeah. Shout out Maryland Ren Fest. I guess they all look the same. I also like that woman who is distraught by people that are not in the right She's attire. Like, we're trying. I'm like, I go to Renfest every year and I'm not in anything close to a costume. I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt. That woman would have me thrown out. This was the 80s. It was a different time. So do you think that all of those times that they've met up with other Loki or, I don't know, lack of a better word but uh name but um are those gonna be significant like those times or is it that just kind of random i don't know like i don't know what the goal was to draw them to that ren fest well they're like collect i don't think it was specifically the ren fest. They're, they're just collecting the charges those. yeah 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 i don't i don't think they're gonna be of any significance yeah. i i think they're probably just places that uh i'm trying to think of a name for the Non non main variant variant Loki, Lady Loki. One thing that is interesting, I guess, is that all of the places that we've been so far have been on Earth. Yeah. I don't know if that's just like filming budget. It yeah. doesn't matter. It I mean, matter. oh well, actually, we went to Pompeii and that was a little rough. That screen of that Pompeii. Was, that whole scene was very funny to me because, like, Loki is just so blasé about it, and even Mobius, who presumably has been to the million apocalypses that he mentions is still like, we should be respectful because all these people are going to die. And Loki's like, yeah, exactly. But that's Mobius's whole thing, which I think is going to be important at some point. I is agree. his like, you have to like humanness, yeah. which is, is he human? You know, I just saw an interesting theory uh, that all of the TVA employees are variants. I was wondering that too. Because, like, Loki's, so, like, working there. It's like, did they all do they just that? just get roped into it, and then after a certain time, they just forget. Or they're, like, brainwashed into it. Or they're all just lying. I don't know. I don't think they're lying. I don't think so, either. That would be a lot. But I love Detective Loki. I think he is in his element. And the variant trench coat will be a very popular Halloween costume choice. One question I have that's more substantial, not substantial, but like more specific, I guess, than theoretical. Who do you think the other analyst is that they right? kind of refer to? Yeah, I don't... I feel like that was significant. I think so too. Unless we're getting like WandaVision fake outed again. Yeah. So the only clue that we have is that there is a pen with uh, FDR high school on it or something. 
So yeah. that doesn't, I don't know if that's going to mean anything or what, but I do think that that other person will be important. I was thinking that it's like just another Owen Wilson Mobius. Interesting. And like, and why would they? Like, I don't know that they've like cloned these people or like, well, that, that goes against the theory that they're all variants, but like, yeah, that they just like create. That's a fascinating proposition. But I don't. I don't know why. I just was like, what would be revealing? Right. I mean, it's either that or we, I don't know. It's somebody that we've already met. And I don't think that's the case because like, who? It's Pillboy. I cannot remember his name. Is it not just Carl? Something. I'm going to gut you like a fish. Oh, yeah. Casey. Casey. What's a fish? I think it's Casey. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about how there are about 20 different apocalypses on earth in a 20 year span. Pretty rough. Yeah. And so we're going in the future and I thought that they were kind of alluding that the TVA is still figuring out the future. I think when, when Mobius was saying that he was talking like way way off. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, oh, so they're in current, like, the TVA is in current time, but they're not because, obviously, they know um, when the future They stuff. were talking about, when they go at the end of the first episode, uh, they encounter Lady Loki, and she, like, lights the oil on fire. That thing that's sticking out of the ground, I think they say it's oh, early 30... Third millennium. Third millennium. Yeah, I, I forgot. So we're that. going at least a thousand years forward. Probably more. Okay. All right. So that, so they do exist outside of time. Yeah. But still, yeah, I mean, it is like a matter of just how far. I have a feeling that they won't be able to, to finish that. I feel like things are coming for the timekeepers if they exist. Because I have my doubts about that too. Or at least not in the way that the TVA is depicting Yeah, them. I don't think... I think we've seen this trope before. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they could very well flip it on its head, but... I mean, it's the man behind the curtain. Yeah. It's the Wizard of Oz. That, that's what I'm saying. The Timekeepers of Oz. Yeah, I didn't mean to <laughs> repeat you there, but... Um, I like this mention of this, like, somewhat infamous conspiracy theory about lizard people that Loki keeps mentioning. <laughs> and that that's, like, a held belief by people... That there is um, a secret race of of lizard people, including many members of the royal family. Yes, any rich person is a lizard. Uh, Yeah, he's definitely like the leader of the Asgardian conspiracy theory club. Um, He wants to be a leader. That's his calling. (laughs) But yeah, that's just an aside. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's see. Should we talk about... I was, I was, I was going, yeah, but I was just trying to think if there was anything, um, between that, but not particularly. I mean, there certainly was stuff, but like, I don't think we have anything to say about it that is more intelligent than what was said. Probably not. I liked the talk about the destruction, the destruction of Asgard and all that stuff. It was interesting. Um, Roxxon is like a staple of Marvel culture like it's 
an ever-present corporation that has connections to a bunch of different superheroes and supervillains. Oh, interesting. um, I know that, I think it was mentioned a couple times in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's been in the background of a couple movies, um, but it's never really played a central role. Like, to my understanding, Roxxon is, like, on the level of, like, Oscorp. That makes sense. It's very infamous. Isn't it in one of the Spider-Man video games? Um, yeah, in the, in Spider-Man 2018, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, well, maybe it was in Miles Morales, but yeah, no, it's definitely one of those. Nice callback. Okay. So clearly they've expanded to big box stores. Yeah. With holograms. Yeah. Who is the person? Is it a version of Loki? This Loki? Is it a different person altogether? And then what is this plan? Where are those little time things going? We're panicking. Also, what was that agent? What's what's her name? C20. She was like, it's real. It's real. What's real? The what did she keepers? see? Or is it the multiverse? Is this Loki, Lady Loki, from another universe? I think definitely. She's not a variant. She's just from another universe. But they keep, they're calling her a variant, but I don't know. I definitely think she's from a different verse. Yeah. And I think a lot of people on the internet have pointed out that Loki's identifier is fluid. Bird. So, yeah, I mean, that. And I, so I don't know how that plays into it or if this is just like a completely different person. No clue. Because she's also using a power that we've never seen Loki use. We've seen him, like, do that thing that he did to Selvig. Yeah, but that but was it's different. Not, yeah, it's not the same, which is, that that's interesting. Um, I mean, they have opened the floodgates. I knew that I wasn't, like, our Loki because I was, they would have shown his face at the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There was no reason to hide it. It's like, well, it's Loki. You know it's Loki. Right. Why, why bother? Not not to like brag. I'm just saying. Just kidding. I'm sure most people Braggies. also thought the same thing. I think uh, people people may have put two and two together when this actress was cast. I don't know how they knew, but I guess Lady Loki's a thing in the comics. So uh, yeah, and you've been saying that is that a thing, Lady Loki? Uh, I've picked it up from the Marvel Studios Reddit, but I think. How have you had time to pick that up? We watched the episode. People have been theorizing about it. Ten minutes ago. No, this was like pre-show coming out. People were like, oh, is Lady Loki? Like, Uh, is this person playing Lady Loki? So on and so forth. Interesting. Yes, no, not not in the ten minutes between us watching episode two and us (laughs) recording. Um, So her plan, though, I mean, I'm taking from the end of this episode that, like, the TVA has failed. And... There is a multiverse breaking out. That is a fact. Unstoppable. So it's like, but what does that mean? Does she want another war? Does she want her timeline to become the timeline? That's a very interesting question, too. I mean, like, quite frankly, I I can't even wrap my head around the implications enough to know how she would want to game it. It just seems like chaos. Right. Like, what's the end? End game. And my main question, I think, is why didn't they end this episode with 
You're so vain. The song isn't even about you. Because they're saving it for later, obviously. But very exciting because Tom Hiddleston's low-key jumped in there, so... Yeah, now all bets are off. Who but knows where he's going to end I'm up? I'm mostly just sad that Owen thinks that he betrayed them. And I he know. didn't. Not I yet, know. at least. We'll see. But, yeah, that is sad. I liked their, I liked their relationship. I hope they can patch things up. But well, it might like, involve... Mobius ha- might have to go rogue. Yeah, how much more of Owen Wilson are we going to get now? I mean, I know he's still going to be in it, but, like, I like them teaming up, and they've already broken them up. Oh, no. But I will say, yes, that is a casualty of how fast they're moving this plot. But I love how fast they're moving this plot. Which means, like, how much stuff is coming. I know. Like, at this point in the two other shows, we were not, like, you know, at this level yet. Like, we are all gas, no brakes right now. Yeah, we were still in sitcom land. We didn't even know that there was a bubble outside. WandaVision, we barely started. Falcon and Winter Soldier... Well, that was a very we different got, plot. There yeah, wasn't much to reveal. Obviously, but like we weren't like full steam ahead yet. Now we're like, we're in it. And anything could happen in the next couple episodes. I mean, I know there's only six, but if they can do this much in two, I can only imagine. Oh, I, I just was rereading my notes. One like aside also is like I like the fake out they did in the trailer about the DB Cooper yeah. thing and how that was like we thought it was gonna be like a major plot point like oh like Loki's gonna be going back in time to major historical events and like doing stuff but like no, no. it was just like Loki being Loki Thor being Thor which is cute but of course I think people were probably well maybe like, not like, really upset but yeah because in the trailer he's like going back to Asgard and they're like oh we're gonna see anybody that we don't have that budget. But, like, where are we going from here? Like, nothing... Everything from the trailer, I think, has already been revealed, right? There's a couple shots that we have not seen yet um, that basically was just Loki wandering around other post-apocalyptic wastelands. But, yeah, I mean, plot-wise, I got nothing. I got nothing. But, you know, you kind of think that the the plot requires the TVA to fail because the next movie is called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Well, and the TVA are, like, bad people. Yeah. So, but, you know, the nature of that loss and how we get there, I have no good predictions because the places where those timeline reset bombs got dropped into... Uh, you know, people have already posted the full list on Reddit. And it is quite a mix of places that we have already been to in the MCU, but at different times, mm-hmm. and places that we've never seen in the MCU before. There's Vietnam in the 16th century, uh, Vormir in 2301, I don't know how to say this date, uh, multiple places in the United States, Ego in the 14th century, Titan in 1982, uh, Xandar and Hala are in there. I also just realized I made a mistake when I was saying something earlier. I'm just going to correct it on the record now. I was saying like 
they've only showed us places on Earth. And then I was like, oh, wait, they showed us Pompeii. That was also on Earth. <laughs> I didn't even... I was... But now I'm wondering if I even said Earth or if I said the U.S., but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> the point stands that they'd only showed us places on Earth. That's my conspiracy theory. Pompeii is not on Earth. That's so funny. I'm so glad I caught that now, though. I can't wait to go back and listen to this, because I rolled right along with it. Well, maybe that's a good note to end on. <laughs> I think so. Pompeii is on Earth, or it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, clearly, uh, we have no shortage of things to talk about, and next time we talk about Loki, we'll be talking about episodes three and four, which will certainly... Befuddle just, the brain. Yep. If it's possible to befuddle us more than we've already been befuddled um if you're listening and have your own thoughts feel free to send them along please we'd love to hear what you think that mischievous rascal lady loki is up to because we sure as hell don't know and until next time We've been in the multiverse. Ooh.